2: Welcome to the episode of Love and Reality Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, I have a pleasure of sharing the interview with you that I did with Temptation Island's Caitlin. Obviously, in the most recent episode of Temptation Island, we saw Hall head over to the girls' villa to talk to Caitlin, and of course, where he broke it off with her. I had the opportunity of chatting with Caitlin about why her and Hall went on the show, her talk about a little bit why she was maybe shy and reserved early on in the process, the Temptation Island life some of the things Hall said in the most recent episode and of course that love triangle with Sebastian and Michael. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoy this interview. Um, I just want to take the audience just back a little bit. What initially made you want to head on to Temptation Island with Hall? Oh my gosh.
3: Um, so originally it came on the show. Um, I had not made any wedding plans and I think our and I think our goal was, you know, at the end of the season, like, I would have time away from work and this and that, and, you know, ultimately, like, setting that beat and figuring out why I'm dragging my feet and
2: getting married, you know? Um, throughout the early parts of the season, I think I noticed that maybe you were a little bit more reserved while some of the girls were kind of outgoing. Did you have reservations about opening up?
3: Yeah, I've, I've never been very, like, emotionally in tune or, like, very, um... I was about my feelings and I think that's, you know, the main thing we went in to being like, hopefully we can open up more emotionally to each other and in general. Um, so I definitely was, <laughs> was quiet and kind of reserved. And whenever I, actually, like, Hall and I are together, he you does know, a lot of the talking. So, you know, a lot of the beginning interviews, out, I like let him take a lead. So, and around the girls, like, it takes me a little time in general in life, I guess, to open up and feel comfortable around people.
2: When Mark when Mark introduced the Temptation Light, how did that kind of change the landscape of the island?
3: Oh my gosh, the Temptation Light! I mean, in my head, I was like, "That's not my man." So <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't really um, think too much of it. But the way it affects the other um, my girls in the villa, like Vanessa freaking out. Um, I could tell she was nervous. But then I see like Arvid is more like a game. It makes it like. Okay, our
2: light went off. So who's going to do something to turn their light off? It was not not good. <laughs> right as a back, who it's like a game of one up almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last week they sent you sent the 30 second videos. When you sent your video to Hall, it felt as if you were still kind of open to making things work. Was that the case?
3: Oh yeah, 100. percent I mean, it was a really emotional. Saving for all of us, but I was like, okay, this is it. Like, I have to say everything to say in order to see how he's feeling and in order to, like, put it down the line to be like, this is how I feel. Like, I hope we can leave this villa and work on everything that we've been, you know, working on individually and make it work. I was 100%, you know, in it to win it.
2: When Hall showed up to the girls' villa, um, personally, when I saw the look on your face, you you had the mix of being shocked, but I also felt like... You kind of knew what was about to happen. Take us behind that initial feelings of seeing him and then, you know, processing kind of the emotions after that.
3: So I watched the videos and I said I didn't really get anything out of them. So I I closed the box being like, okay, that tells me nothing. Like I just don't really know where we stand. And then when I saw him walk in, it was just total shock. And um, like I said before in the season, like we did break up when we were three years in and I was like kind of blindsided. So I feel like it was like the sense of deja vu. And I was like, oh my gosh, maybe he's here. Like we're going to leave. She doesn't want to be here anymore. He came to get me and we're leaving this island together right now. Like I didn't really, I still had no doubt in my mind until I got closer and I saw his face and I was like, I've been here, I've done this. What is he about to say again? And then it's like the deja vu said and I was like, this can't be happening.
2: Absolutely, in one of the more interesting scenes in this week's episode that I I found intriguing, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. Towards the end of the episode, Hall says, "I don't know why Caitlyn thinks I'm selfish. I've done so much for her. Her calling me selfish makes me look like a bad person." What is your kind of reaction to that statement? I, I mean, not to be rude, but
3: I stand by it that he is selfish. I mean, not not. Not to be rude, like I said, or mean, but, um, you know, it's one of the qualities that I was like, I'm going to marry this man. Like, I know he has that trait, but I still stand by it. I think it's a lot of times about him and a partnership with God, two people. So, you not know, in a mean way, but it is, what
2: it is No, I understand. Absolutely. I think one of my favorite things about the show consistently is host Mark Wahlberg. Um, these conversations at the bonfire, these conversations that he have, he he kind of gets a little bit more out of you and all of the cast a little bit more? How is he, how is he able to get kind of so deeply personal with each of you?
3: Uh, Mark, I mean, Mark like stares into your soul and then I just immediately start crying. But like, um, he's really good at, I mean, he doesn't really let you back down. Like he like, he genuinely like, wants to dive deeper and like peel off those layers. So he's really great at asking the questions that you're like I don't want to answer this I know I need to and like you're right Mark you're always right so um you feel comfortable like opening up to him which I don't usually like opening
2: up to people in general right it's almost to the point where it's like he says to you hey you know you, we know you're right you don't have to rub it in you know what I mean like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like fine okay <laughs> you win <laughs> Um, so I had a fun, I asked a couple questions out into the world and, and some fans of the show. I love this one the most. It was like, what do you guys do? Obviously the days are long, but what did you guys do when it kind of got boring? When
3: it got boring? I feel like it was never really boring. I feel like we were always either, you know, on the dates or in the mornings I'd try to work out with the guys and then... I mean, everyone in our house is really great. I uh, remain friends with everyone and I talk to them almost every day. There's been really a dull moment with that group of guys and the girls. Um, But we don't have to hang out by the pool and, yeah, get to know each other better, I guess.
2: For sure. So, obviously, once things shifted towards the towards the latter part of this season, we kind of see that you're... I, I don't even know if the word love triangle is particularly right. You just had two people pursuing you. What was it about Sebastian that kind of made you shift your focus to him?
3: Sebastian. He was, like, not on my radar at all in the beginning. And then I was really attracted to him, but I was like, no. No, no, no. I think it was a switch between I was kind of like what am I doing with Mike and friends on Mike that I was like, and then the whole night that Mike got drunk and jealous and I was like, no, that ain't it. But the way Sebastian handles that weird love triangle and Mike was trying to like touch it and he just handled it really cool. And he was not like about to get involved in the drama, even though that's why we're there. And so the way he handled it, I was like, okay, I'm intrigued because that's more attractive than the jealousy. Unfortunately. Um, and then we started having like deeper conversations, not just like okay, let me it around. so. Um, there is more to him. <laughs> than <there was> that.
2: <laughs> Obviously, having lived the experience, um, what's it kind of been like watching it back each week? Oh
3: my gosh, watching it back has been very interesting, especially like with friends and family. I think watching it back again, it's just like you notice a lot of other things, or you hear maybe new things that maybe you didn't want to hear the first time, and it's been crazy. It's been Especially emotional and wild, watching it back and seeing how it unfolds and, rem- and remembering that, like, your are filmed 24-7, but, you know, these are the big parts that everyone, the world's seeing. So it, it's been a wild ride.
2: What's something that you learned about yourself throughout this entire experience?
3: What have I learned about myself? Um, I just learned that it's, like, okay to be me. I think, as, like you said before, I do come off two minutes first and then when I let my guard down, it's like, okay, I want everyone to see the real me and the fun me and even being in a partnership, I feel like I was not losing myself, but I, I just would maybe do more things like harder than myself and it's okay to still put yourself first, you know, in all these situations
2: absolutely yeah it's it's funny because i you see in the last few episodes here more recently you kind of see a more open side of yourself and like we're on the verge of winding down i feel like we're fine you know we're getting kind of quote unquote fun yeah. caitlin here and it's like where is we want more of this and now we're getting ready to you know close out the show oh
3: yeah it might be fun for sure <laughs>